Ethereum is going to pump too. Because Ethereum has larger use cases. Yeah, because they're going to have a lot more markets. They have smart contracts. Insurance will it'll open up to like insurance policies, real estate. The game's going to get bigger next year. Yeah, once those ETFs get approved, it, a lot of funding will be available to develop on the blockchain. Yeah. Wild times are coming. Wild times are coming. Welcome back to another week of Sometimes Crypto, the unscripted crypto podcast. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. So we're a little delayed. Yeah, a little late episode. This is getting recorded on a Friday. That first episode uh, went was bad. rough. It went bad. This should be out Sunday, ideally. Yeah, should be out by Sunday. So uh, it should be good to go there. You're going to have two quick episodes back to back almost. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot. Of we got a lot of stuff to, to cover. Exciting things yeah. to cover. We're gonna kick it off with. I came back from where? China. I went to Shanghai. Okay. Uh, went for a trade show. Uh, met some people, business partners. Like, it was fun. China was cool. Like, I liked it. Uh, you like being watched? No, I did not like being watched. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one part that was like bothering me the most. Because they're like, noticeable, right? The cameras. The cameras are all over the place. And noticeable. Super noticeable. Okay, so I walked out of the hotel. Yeah. Walking out of the hotel, like the right in the middle, right there, like like this, and like how we have set up. Set and, yeah, kind of, kind of like this. <laughs> but it's out on the street, so you know that that camera is not a hotel camera. It's like public area. Uh, it, it looks like it's public area, mm-hmm. and it's just a camera on a pole. Boom. Boom. Also, you know, even if it's a hotel camera, mm-hmm. you're still watching. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking. Also, I was like watching. I was looking at the, all these cameras. I was like, there's a lot of these cameras that are just placed by uh, like the the businesses the for local security business, for, exactly for their for their security but they're but they're tapped they're all tapped yeah 100 um and then like mm-hmm. on the other end like back end that's where they'd have all like um the surveillance like someone's if someone needs to find someone you're gonna be easily found over there in china well isn't like i I read this i saw this on a reel mm-hmm. that in china since it's all like since there's so many cameras and there the way their surveillance it runs it works is if you are caught jaywalking even if your face is covered they can still charge you to your account by the way you're walking like they know how you walk they identify your motion your motion that's crazy. and immediately charges your account you get withdrawing your money and then your social credit score gets dropped i believe it and then to add like some pain your friends if they're caught if once they see that you're around friends or your mm. people, they get their good. social credit score also drops. Even if they don't, uh, it only as long as they're associated with you. Like if they're like it, talking to uh, you in a, in, a, in a group setting, their credit score could be affected as well. Even if they're not jaywalking. Even if they're not jaywalking. Damn, that's why. That is that is surveillance. Yeah, at its highest form of like potency. I don't know. I think I did hear about that real. I think it was a uh, Jordan Peterson. I think it was too. Like I don't think it was. I think it was a Jordan Peterson podcast. I don't think I don't remember who he had on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll I, get to the point where we can just go, Jamie, clip it, clip it, put it in, put it in, and then just pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Uh, that that's crazy. I feel like they the 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 other the other side has like uh, some type of AI system or of sorts like computer trained mod like algorithm that detects that motion so that brings reminds me of something i saw this video on on the ppd podcast that it's an ai system attached to cameras 
that shows what you're doing to the company or like where you are. So they applied it to Congress during a Congress meeting and they were detecting how, what percentage of the time are Congress members on their phone. And they're like multiple members that are like 80%, 70% on their phone while someone in Congress is like talking about a, a specific topic or problem. Yeah, giving a speech. Giving a speech and they're just completely distracted. Mm-hmm. They did that same test in a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it showed how there are like five employees. One mm-hmm. employee has like 20 coffees. I saw that. The other employee that. has like 10. And there's an, and then there's one employee, poor Olga, just yeah. got flamed, yeah. had like three coffees. But mm-hmm. you see their bot, like the way they're walking. Uh-huh. And you can see like one of them is just in the back sitting like this. There's mm-hmm. one, there's other ones that are coming back forth attending customers. Yeah, I saw that video. I don't know if it was a Starbucks specifically, but it was definitely a coffee shop. It was shop. a coffee shop. I said co- Starbucks just It was just definitely a coffee shop. Hey, man. Um, yeah. Click span. Gas. <laughs> enticing um i'm sure starbucks is actually looking My, into that everyone's looking into yeah, exactly that. um <clears throat> that's crazy like i saw it because like one that one girl like had three coffees while the other and they, 20. And they, yeah and then on the pod they're like that one should be fired the one has 20 should get a raise mm-hmm. and then all of them who are all for the most part all like entrepreneurs and like business owners are like if we have this implemented you can come to us you should come to the per like to your boss and be like this these are my numbers i think mm-hmm. i deserve a raise don't you mm-hmm. agree like type of situation yeah and definitely more yeah absolutely yeah for sure <laughs> it gives you more leverage as like your productivity it's like just a measurement a tracker yeah that's cool like some people are not gonna like it it goes to the to the over overreach of government to like mm-hmm. how china has it yeah so that's where the fear comes in mm-hmm. i think as long as you can try to keep it to private businesses as much as you can mm-hmm. and not push it on to mm-hmm. yeah when when i was working security uh there's a lot of foot traffic yeah uh, we were getting thousands per per minute and i was talking to like to upper management and emergency response teams i was like we were talking about uh like algorithms that would detect faces like for bolos and like certain behaviors for like, okay so like specific people that they had on like watch list and then specific like actions that we that we do that we monitor for to make sure it's not happening or if it does happen someone gets alerted okay cool so yeah that technology has been like in the works for a while and now they're starting to use it. You think it. China's the best at it? Oof. I think China's pretty good at it. If I'm, they've that's had time a, to practice. That's a good question. Yeah, I got scared. Oh, not, not that I got scared. It's just I was annoyed because me picaba el culo. His ass was itching. He needed to scratch his ass and he couldn't. He couldn't. For those who can't understand the Spanish. I was like, damn. So what was your favorite food in China? Favorite food? Like, I, There has to be something you're like, oh, I, I can eat this. I Okay, so I... I didn't eat in any street vendors. Uh, that's smart, though. Like street, your stomach might not hold that. Yeah, I just at local restaurants, like small, like mom and pop things. Like there was a couple that I was like, okay, I was in Shanghai and I went to a small town, a water town outside, mm-hmm. like two hours away. Okay, um, that's a good distance, bro, for you leaving from where you were. And I went on on the train, like the metro. That's. I took. The, I figured it out. I was like. I don't know if I would have done. I would have been there. I would be like, ah. Oh. Like I figured it out. You went to the metro station, started clicking stuff. How's that Google Translate work going for you? Honestly, work sometimes. Not so much. Other not time. so much other times. Fair enough. Um, so there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of dialects, so like things get lost in translation. Gotcha. Uh, in Shanghai, I only ate like at, like more like fancier restaurants. Um, expensive and expensive i don't know i couldn't see the price literally uh the people that we were with so we had dinner with a handful of like uh, natives Natives. 
and they were all like oh you're our guest very like they wouldn't let us pay oh those are people i'm assuming you guys work with yeah and they're like no it's your Mm -hmm. yeah they're people we work with and they're like no you're here let us take care of you gotcha um the food from those restaurants were really good. Like, I don't think I had a bad dish. Like, higher-end restaurants. So, like, yeah. you, no complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in Shanghai specifically, the food there is a little sweet. Um, mm-hmm. One person that we had dinner with, she's not from Shanghai. She's from a different region. Gotcha. Uh, closer to Beijing, where the uh, capital is and, like, the, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. For some reason, I completely forgot about the Great Wall. I was like, <laughs> they're like, oh. You're probably a little far. I was far. I was actually like uh, like eight eight hours away. Jesus, um, far. I was far. Um, and they go, they brought it up. I was like, oh, that's a thing. I forgot about that. They can so, see I'm from sorry. outer space. You, you can you? That's what I read. Okay, it could be a lie, but that's what I read. Um, so she didn't like. She doesn't like sweet food a lot. And so she had some complaints. So it's not that she had complaints. It just it wasn't her ideal. Gotcha. But the food was good. Um, I had this uh soup that was white and I've never seen like a like it looked like milk almost but didn't taste like milk at all interesting and it had a fish inside like a like fish soap by the pickle soap by the pickle yeah fish soup. fish soup but it was white I've never seen fish soup white and I was like okay it was actually really good gotcha. like really good completely threw off what I expected to taste <laughs> so to transition from your fun trip yeah you were gonna give us a review of Orchid yeah how did that go I ended up not needing to use Orchid because uh, of AT&T. Uh, gotcha. I had a uh, like international business thing and somehow had service. Everyone was surprised. Like I was telling them. Everyone they, in China. Everyone in China, they're like, you have service? Like I was like, I'm not using a VPN. And they're like, really? I think that's just the a- fact that AT&T, if I'm not mistaken, uses satellite. Yeah. So you're just able to connect. That's what I was thinking when I was over there. I was like, I'm pretty sure AT&T uses satellite. And I think it's because I was like, if there's a cell phone tower nearby, I'm supposedly like connecting to instead through China. It wouldn't. It, it shouldn't would, have it worked. Shouldn't it shouldn't have worked because they're connected. Okay. Yeah. So then I didn't actually end up using it. I also was trying to use it because I was like, okay, I need to put the. I need to do the review. And bro, I already. <laughs> he told couldn't you, find the button. I couldn't find. I I got. He lost. thought he, he he when we first recorded. He goes, I think I'm just slow. Yeah, the button didn't show up for me. Yeah, <laughs> he's I, like, I didn't see it. Was I did there. not see it? I saw everything but the one button. It's, it's and it's right there. It's at the bottom. Just, yeah, when you open the orchid thing, it just said connect. Connect. So I think what we're gonna do then, guys, is we're gonna do another episode On talking the, about orchid, orchid, and we're gonna use the VPN VPNs. since it's yes. apparently that easy to use. Yeah, super easy to use. And then there's nuances like you could add more hops and like make it more. Like I saw everything else, like all the advanced features, but I did not see. Like I was like, okay, how do I activate it? Like, turn it on. So we're going to plan it out to do an episode fully Orchid reviewing uh-huh. reviewing Orchid mm-hmm. and how their VPN yeah. system works. There's actually a very cool system behind the Orchid's infrastructure. So it'll be a fun episode. Uh, we'll deep dive Orchid that keep, episode. Keep an eye out for that one. We'll, we'll make sure to let it be known. Yeah. Uh, crypto's not used in China too much. Like It's also, outlawed. It's outlawed. It's illegal. Yeah. Completely illegal. They don't want you using a decentralized exchange like i think currency crypto exchanges were outlawed 2017 and then all of crypto is outlawed 2021 the crazy part is that we still have a lot of mining coming from china i think they're allowed to mine they're allowed to mine i think maybe yep. or they're doing something if we're still getting i'll go with that real quick yeah because i know that mining comes up from china um how they do it i don't know but i have always heard like since like you said 2017 they started making things illegal 
and then price drops because it's like oh it's china it's a big population it's not good and then and then later on more more illegal like more more things become illegal in china for crypto and then price dropped again but then restable stabilize so i'm currently opening up a coin desk article which we'll make sure any article that we mention or talk about we always try to have in the description so you guys can always pull it up so what it reads here is bitcoin mining appears to have survived the ban in china from september 21 to january of this year which is 2020 well of last year which is 2022 china's contribution to the bitcoin mining network was second only to the to the u.s to that of the u.s China is once again uh, contributing a significant chunk of the world's Bitcoin mining operations despite the ban last year, according to the Cambridge uh, Center for Alternative Finance. I'm reading here. It just says they're, they're still doing it following the crackdown on Bitcoin mining in the country last year. China's shares was reduced to 0% in July, August. However, the CCAF's latest data shows that the figure was up 22% in September. So they're suggesting this suggests that the underground mining activity has been underway in China. So they're still mining just underground illegally. Like, illegally. That's what's up. Yeah. The, okay, so here's one thing. I have no quarrels with the, the Chinese, people. With the Chinese people, they are amazing. Yeah. I love them. They're As cool. a government. Yeah, the government is a a little wonky. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, we don't want we don't want problems a, in life. They're a little wonky. What do they go by the Oh, the CCP? No, that's that's what America calls it. My fault. The Republic, the Republic People's of China, uh, government people of, of China, or something like that. Gotcha. I don't know what they call them. My fault. Yeah, it's a republic, supposedly. The Republic of China? Yeah, the, Pe- the People's Republic of China, I think, is what it is. Okay. If I remember correctly, but yeah, um, I I I felt very comfortable. Like I was kind of worried about like what well, what I had to say and like if I but you're, if I make it. But with the people you're chilling. Up, yeah, when I was, but uh, yeah, with the people who are super chill, they're just a little timid, like a little bit like. Uh, You're being watched. Yeah, they're a little nervous. Like, oh, I, I don't. They don't really know you, know you. Their cultures are different, so. Yeah, understandable. Um, but they're good people. Like, gotcha. friendly, welcome. Uh, I made friends with a with a coffee shop owner over there. This coffee was really good. Nice. We're speaking completely through like translations, like translator. Yo, that's what's up. Yeah, it was really cool. So on that topic, since we talked about how the crypto's outlawed, so I saw an article this week, not an article, I I saw a podcast that there's an article there from Crypto Banter, and the the guy mentions how the current trading price in China, prices have dropped, we're going to touch on that in a little bit now. So the current price in China that Bitcoin is selling at was like at 33,000. Well, at the time that it was being recorded, the price in US in that round was like 27. Because since in China, it's you can't trade and transactions are illegal. Like mm-hmm. it has to be peer to peer. It's a black market. It's a black industry. market. So it's peer to peer. So there's a higher premium. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you were, you know, arbitrage how we used to, how you used to do. There are people, or if you can, people are buying Bitcoin here, going to, like trying to peer to peer sell it in China for the difference of the five k, like a nice little profit right there. Damn, that's a big that's a big difference. That is, yeah. I might start doing that myself. <laughs> I mean, it's not illegal for me. No, <laughs> it's not illegal, it's for, not illegal for you. I'm but, just sending Bitcoin. But that's what they're doing because what I, the article I was reading was a lot of the Chinese, the, the wealthy Chinese people and companies are trying to get their money out of China because mm-hmm. their market is just crashing. Mm-hmm. The yuan's taking a huge hit. 
their inf- their what should we call it their real estate their commercial real estate more than anything is just taking a huge hit they have they literally have on um, what's called um desert uh d- desert cities yeah yeah because uh, or they're empty they're empty because people just buy the ghost estate. towns yeah ghost town that's what it's called they're just buying real estate like apartment complex and that mm-hmm. and not living in it just empty which is wild yeah so one thing i thought was really weird shanghai has a population of like 25 million jesus and it's very hard to see people over there it's that big there's a lot of greenery like a lot of trees it was actually very i was like surprised surprised i was like this place the architecture to me was a it was a little like industrialist and a little a little mundane in some places but I mean, ours isn't any better. I know, I know. It's very um. The thing is, it's very modernized. It's not like mm-hmm. back in the day, like you try to mm-hmm. show off. The skyline, like the downtown area, is really cool. But like in general, like the whole rest of the city is pretty uh, mundane architecture. But the greenery is insane. Yeah. Every space that they have that they could find, like put a tree or they a bush a tree. or a flower or something, they, it's there. Damn. So like, I'm uh, on the I think it was the twentieth floor of the hotel, looking out. I'm like. Bro, there's trees everywhere. Like, it kind of felt like I was in a forest. More Like, I see more trees there than I see here. Nice. So, I was, like, super surprised. Mm-hmm. But China apparently started doing that, adding more greenery uh, to their cities um, because they get a lot of flooding. So, they're calling these uh, sp- sponge cities. Because they absorb the water. Uh, yeah, they're trying to make the cities more, sp- like, spongy yeah. and have the water be absorbed. That's sometimes we can do it over there. Mm-hmm. In Miami, you can't because we just have water. Yeah. The, you, the water can't go anywhere because there's just more water. <laughs> So there's already water there. There's already water there. So as I mentioned, we talked about the prices, the mm-hmm. difference. FOMC meeting happened this yesterday. Nope, no rate hike. We're still at like a 5.2, I mean 5.5 or like a 5.5 mm-hmm. in terms of the current rate. And market took a little hit. More more stocks are down, but market has gone is currently more balanced, but it's not it, it has dropped from when it was at 27 earlier this week because because pal just didn't really say much at the uh, fomc conference. I, I i tuned in i uh, there wasn't much what, said. what was that was that yesterday yeah yesterday okay there wasn't much said or the, maybe the day before i think it was wednesday i think it was wednesday okay there wasn't much said mm-hmm. in terms of what's currently going on he's saying core inflation is still there we still need to drop it two percent and they kind of a lady was, wasted her question like oh how many when do you think we're gonna pivot this and that he was like we're taking it day by day as he like yeah that's what he's, my, that's and it's like he's not gonna tell you but as of right now what was inflation at he didn't yeah, he didn't say he didn't give a number oh that, really that's crazy i don't i'm gonna search it up i'm gonna search it up. up i think i don't i don't because he didn't give the cpi the cpis would get the number oh really pretty sure the consumer price index but do a quick google search um, what basically he was saying was they're taking a meeting by meeting as he's been saying and as of right now he sees maybe another rate hike before the end of the year he's not sure if it's going to be in the there's two more meetings if I'm not mistaken yeah uh, November and December November December he's not sure if he's going to give it for November or December yeah so I th- uh, I th- Mm-hmm. What do you mean he's not going to give, give Like, away? he's not sure if he's going to do a rake hike oh, yeah. in November or December or when. Okay, so... But he's definitely taking... He even said maybe not... Neither and maybe just January. I, a lot of people feel that's not the case. We're, we're most likely going to see another rake hike. We're at what? 5.25? Uh, in terms of current interest rates? Yeah. Yes. 
uh yeah so they have the a potential of raising it up another quarter point, yeah another quarter percent um inflation is down to their two percent target in a couple of years time so they're trying to bring down to two percent oh what he did say which we may have to hold higher rates for for more than expected how come just because it's because of the effects mm-hmm. since it's such a slow turn to it's the markets move very slow when it comes to these things so we're, we're seeing some of the effects but these effects may take longer what Powell did say which was hilarious he goes if you take away um cost of uh of electricity like cost of power like the power things mm-hmm. and cost of foods our inflation is actually down Okay, yeah, because oil is up. Because oil and everything else up. So basically, what he said was, if you don't eat and don't use and, you, and don't use power, you're good. You're like you're fine. You're fine. Anything yeah. else mm-hmm. apart from that, you're just chilling. But and like, what is there besides everything else? Is is kind of on the downturn. Like consum- consumer goods. Consumer goods. Like services. Er, services are not crazy yeah. high. It's just it's just oil. power, oil and pot. Yeah, so oil. That, that's an easy fix. Like in terms of. A, so produce oil so the issue that. so let's talk about the oil thing just because mm. it is interesting our current president biden mm. has depleted our oil reserves reserves the mm. oil that we support we're supposed to have for wartime or mm. for in case of emergencies is almost all gone really yeah why because how do you think we're keeping our prices so low oh, okay because oil is trading oil right now is trading mm. last time i checked was at 92 dollars a barrel mm-hmm. like pre-pan like Right after pandemic, when it, when it spiked up, mm-hmm. so that we would have high oil prices. The reason it's currently at the prices we're seeing is because we're dumping all of our cons- all of all our, reserves, our reserves, and we don't have any more. But we're not like drilling. We're not. No, not not. We we may be drilling. I don't think we are, okay. but not at the rate necessary yeah, to do so. That's crazy. We should though, because we got hella oil. Anyways. We. But the thing is, people right or wrong, they don't want to do fracking. They don't want to do any of that because they don't want to. We. Mm-hmm. The narrative, we don't want America to continue pushing that climate change. We want to be the greener, but it's not feasible at this time. Mm-hmm. It's just not. We're not going to. Can, we can't sustain it. I see. Damn. But, yeah. So, do you What's do you think that we shouldn't be using our reserves and let well, prices. Well, already empty. And let prices go up? I, I don't think the reserve. Using our reserves. Well, they're depleted now, basically. Mm-hmm. No, because. We're at a current position where we can't almost fight a war. Mm-hmm. Up, not saying we can't send things to Ukraine, but mm-hmm. the, what has the report has come out that we have sent Ukraine so much of our ammunitions, our things that we mm-hmm. cannot replenish replenish yeah, them fast enough. Yeah, I know the manufacturers are actually like super behind on orders. They're super like, behind. They're, they're like, you sent some, we sent some missiles. They're like, those missiles are going to take you years to get back. Yeah. So since we don't have, since we're my biggest worry right now is we don't have oil, we don't have guns. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the one thing that kind of like yeah, keeps so America running. We're kind of in a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. What I will say is the Dixie, the dollar, mm-hmm. is as strong as it's been since the last three years. The Dixie? Yeah, it's the index of the dollar, meaning how other countries buy our dollars is okay. through the Dixie. It's an index okay. of our, how strong our dollar is relative to other cur- cur- currencies. currencies. Okay. And it's as strong as it's been since three, in three I don't years. think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah. Okay. The Dixie. The Dixie. I'm going to look into that because that's the first time I hear about it. So that is the one good thing. I mean, whoever, since everyone has debt and we're still the number one reserve currency, they still have to buy it at premium. Mm-hmm. So they still need us. They can't wipe us out just yet. Just yet. But yeah, I would say we do need to start producing oil. 
We need to start start producing oil, and we need to get more manufacturers. Get more manufacturers. Stop sending stuff out. Like we sent another three hundred million of arms to Ukraine since Zelensky pulled up. Of course we did. Apparently, uh, they lost a fighter, uh, a, a plane also. Oh, we found it. Oh, it was found. Yeah, it crashed. Oh, it crashed. Yeah. Okay. At least, at least we know the stealth te- stealth technology works really well. Works really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was like the the pilot ejected. There was some, yeah. He he ejected and the plane just kept on flying. Yeah, but so they didn't know where the plane was going. So the story that that I saw was, it was a they're training it out. There was a malfunction. Something occurred. Pilot had to eject. He ejects, and they can't track the plane because the GPS isn't working on no, it. No, no, it's not. There's no. They don't have a GPS on it. Is that what it is? They yeah, they have. don't have a GPS on it because they uh, they're because it can get tracked by. going to get tracked. Yeah, as a stealth pilot, uh-huh. a, stu- a stealth fighter. And then because of like complications of sorts, they didn't know which direction it was going. So it was just flying around. It was just flying, and it was on autopilot. Yeah, I, I, I believe it crashed in North in North Carolina. Oh really? Yeah, they okay. they found it a little like a day later. Okay. So kind of crazy that the this, U.S. had to. What was it like a hundred million or a billion? Eighty. Eighty million. Eighty million. Eighty million. You can round up to a hundred. A uh, hundred million. That's what I thought I heard. Okay. Kind of wild. That is wild. That's crazy. I mean, then again, the Pentagon failed. It's for the, like the fifth time earlier this year. Yeah. So not much there. Yeah, that's a. It's all a shit show. That's crazy. It's all. I, that's all I can say. I feel like it, there's nothing you can say. It's just yeah, like it's a hot mess. Yeah. Uh, military needs to get its affairs in order. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. So, what? That's I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about that that uh, price thing for China also. What uh, price? The Bitcoin. The Bitcoin yeah, arbitrage. I'm yeah. Going to do some arbitraging. Yeah. You need to be able to sell it over. There. You need to have someone who's ready to buy over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, I want to talk to you about this ad that I've been seeing on my phone. Uh, mm-hmm. come up. Apparently, this is new. Uh cellular service coming out by helium uh backed with helium zoom me in zoom you in because you see the, oh. the rubber band moved a little more in in not out oh this way one more there, there you go cool 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 okay um there's this new service uh, mobile mm-hmm. provider coming out using the helium, helium network. network it's called helium mobile and they're doing like a soft launch, uh, only in a handful, like a like a dozen uh, locations, zip codes in Miami. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I just filled in three, uh, like the zip code associated with mine, and then I was like, let's see, because it's not in Hialeah. Not there yet. No. Candles in there, South Beach. Like you lose connection once you leave the network that area, though. Probably. Yeah, but like, okay, so what, the way it is, it's an app that you have on your phone, mm-hmm. and it pretty much just sends. The communication via via the app. I guess the app kind of works as an eSIM card. But wouldn't it lose connection if you're out of that zip code to the to the network? Probably, but it just, I mean, okay. So it's five dollars a month. I would get it just to try it. Yeah. You know, like just to see what's what's up with Helium. They're they're introducing like a cool feature mm-hmm. um, where it's they have a specific name for it, but the idea is Helium is like a, a connection based blockchain. Where instead of proof of work, like you're doing like proof of connection, where you're creating an open market by setting up uh, setting up devices that connect to other other helium n- nodes, and if you're trying to send a message to one sp- specific device, 
uh, you would use the closest one as like a hop to the next to the next spot mm-hmm. and th- they're using that well for helium mobile it's going to be used for cellular connection like sending a just basic phone calls right? yeah you can only contacts yeah like kind of like a I think it's like a walkie-talkie style. Basic plan. Yeah, ba- very basic plan. But uh, if you're walking around, and you could you could turn this feature on, you don't need to have it on, but you could turn it on so that the the app tracks your location mm-hmm. and monitors uh, your connectivity in your area, so that every like I think they said like 15 meters, uh, it would just gather new information and see what the connection services are, so that. It provides information to the network where specifically, like another helium node, would be useful. By every fifteen meters. Yeah, 15, that's not far. Fifteen meters isn't far, but okay. So I think I think helium uses five G. Um, that's why they try to have so much. It's supposed to be fast, uh, so fast information, but small amounts of information. So they're not doing video calls. Yeah, but fifteen meters is short distance. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, so just every fifteen meters, it'll like just gather information our phones are doing it all the time now mostly well i'm talking about the distance thing like mm-hmm. to have a node every 15 meters well no it's not okay it's, or not, to have like a, it's not to have a node every 15 mm-hmm. meters it's to test your connection every 15 meters okay um typically uh you, you could actually go on helium's website and, and see how many nodes there are in the area um but it's like not like i wouldn't say it's a crazy amount but i wouldn't say it's low like i think with like five people in a neighborhood more than enough gotcha so um if you sign up for that service like you get paid helium mobile um like coin coin essentially that would go back into like just providing you more service how would you why are you getting paid that for using for first giving them the information okay because now they got the information saying oh so this is a good place They're, like you're doing, you're doing like uh, market research for that. so it's a question is it set do you know if it's separate from the helium token itself or is it the same one i think okay so the way i i i couldn't i didn't really look into it um but conceptually you read the headline yeah i just i just you read, yeah, the, you read the, you read i signed up and uh, you read the you read the headline guys. kept it moving um the way i i i picture this since it is on the helium network um, that token is just a like a like a like a derivative from helium that mm-hmm. would be like okay representing that cellular network. Uh, gotcha. You could turn it into the per- service provider so that you could transfer your calls. No, the reason I ask is because if it's like a certain amount of that helium mobile would probably equate to some helium coin. No, because what I was saying is if you're paying, the, I'm. Su- I I I definitely haven't looked into it, but you're paying the the price that those five dollars in either helium or in the helium mobile token, which I don't know if it exists or not. Mm-hmm. There, it's kind of um, it's like a, kind of like an FTT situation where it's a made up thing that has truly no value apart from that. Yeah, it's uh, strictly for that utility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I'm thinking is, how would helium make money on it if they're going to be inflating their own currency? Or, or their own so token within it, unless helium. So helium is just a network. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about the helium mobile. Helium mobile itself. How are they gonna make if, money? Because I pay it, mm-hmm. I needed to get that widespread. If I pay five dollars, mm-hmm. I the way I would look at it is those five dollars gonna be taken to add more nodes or more connection connection points. If I'm getting paid out in that same helium token I just paid, mm-hmm. wouldn't I be devaluing? 
what I'm purchasing, like the, the money I'm giving. Okay, so okay, so you're saying you're giving the five dollars, uh, they're giving you Helium Mobile token. Yeah, the same thing I just paid. Uh huh. Essentially, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Uh huh. And then I see what you mean. Uh, I'm have to look into like their pricing and like how everything is working, but it just seemed like it was like a pretty. No, the idea is thing. cool. I just don't. When yeah. you have to, when when there's a, when they pay you like that after you get a paid service, I don't. Doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says it's okay. So Helium Mobile is an unlimited service. Apparently, uh, you have unlimited talk, text, and data with Helium Mobile. Please know that that is slow. Uh, uh, one thousand twenty-four kilobytes per second. One thousand. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, That's a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so un- supposedly unlimited. Uh, but it's super slow. Do they sell cell phones? You need to have an unlocked phone. So you have to, your phone has to be paid off. It has to be. Yeah. To, if you're an, if it's an iPhone, it has to be paid off. No, same for Androids. Really? Pretty sure. Also? Because the, the locking is the, um, oh, I forgot what it was called, but something within the, the phone itself that until the phone is paid off, you can't connect it to other networks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, okay. but that's all phones. I see. Uh, billing? No, what I'm happens not in payments? Uh, you can pay with crypto. Uh, can I pay with cryptocurrencies? Pretty sure. No, not yet. Interesting. Oh, so they're, they're only taking dollars. They're only taking dollars. Okay, that makes more sense, huh? Why? I take it back because I thought you're paying in, to- in in crypto. No, no, you're paying. In I dollars. thought you're paying in the same currency they're providing. Mm-hmm. Never mind then. No, no, you're not. You're paying, yeah, you're never mind then. It's completely different. Yeah. It's still maybe value their own token they're using, but you're paying in dollars, so they can rebuy it with dollars if at the worst. I'm looking at their uh, frequently asked questions, and it's actually very like they have a lot of questions that they thought of everything. Uh, using Saga on Helium Mobile, I don't know what Saga is. I don't even know what that is. We're not reading the frequently asked questions right now. Yeah. Please, <laughs> we're no. I was trying to. I was trying to look for the for the answer to to what we're talking about. No, we're not. To, we're not to look that one. Yeah. In so more depth. that this is just something that I've been seeing like the past two days. Um, as I've been like scrolling, and I was like, oh, gotta look into that, and just want to like mention it. But I think that'll be a really good thing to talk about. Also, like another episode because helium is growing i could be in the orchid episode yeah in the orchid that's what i was thinking they go they seem like they go pretty hand in hand not just that it's that it's not a whole lot of mm-hmm. we're gonna it's gonna be cut off short <laughs> i think so much you can talk about for the vpn once you know understand how it works it's yeah. pretty i'm pretty sure you can we can explain it pretty easy interesting yeah so i just want to talk there's another service provider that just happens to use crypto yeah. something that i feel like is gonna be a good use case in the future dude you just reminded me of a video i just saw today oh yeah i saw a reel mm-hmm. that showed that talked about when burger king in 1993 started taking credit cards for the first time okay at their stores and every every question was like why are you doing that why would you use a credit card why would you use credit a three if you can't afford a three dollar burger you should be eating here mm-hmm. or is it how's it gonna affect the process this and that it's like yeah how like if it's going to be a headache to do the, are the is the bank going to call you just to buy a burger exactly why are you using cash it's so mm. dumb and my first thought was that's bitcoin that's crypto that's literally crypto i'm like it's that's literally crypto because now we don't even hesitate mm-hmm. no your second thought is cash mm-hmm. your first thought is swipe mm-hmm. Bro, sometimes i prefer using like mobile mobile payment like um I, I saw Discover offers like five percent for certain things yeah and this month these th- this quarter is like uh Mobile payments get five percent. Oh, like you pay through your phone? Yeah, dude, sure. my Discover should be packed then, because I, yeah. I when I, cause I have my Discover <laughs> on my phone, uh-huh. and I don't ever carry it with me mm-hmm. for the most part. So I only use that when I'm going to activate it. I think. Yeah, I, 
I haven't gotten that email yet. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do it on the app. I know, but he sent me an email letting me oh, know. Do they send, yeah. I think I stopped. I unsubscribed to those emails. Okay. Because I didn't use Discover, I had like good good things, but I forgot about it, and I just stopped looking at it, and I was like, oh man, gas five percent back, I missed out on that. Uh, yeah, wild. Yeah, but I saw that video, and it made me think of Bitcoin because I'm like, that's where we are, where people are mm-hmm. sort of trying to figure out why would you why would you use that over what you already. What have. was it like the 80s? 1993. What 90s. 1993 is when uh, Burger King started taking it. Credit cards. Credit cards aren't even that old then. No, that's crazy. It's literally insane. Before they were using checks and cash to 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 eat. Checks? What do you mean? For sure, people paid in checks at that at some point in time at Burger King. Hundred percent. I can't stand checks. I've never written one in my life. They're easy to write. They're not bad. I'm not saying there are. I'm. Mm. I've I've received them. I have never written one. Mm. Yeah. It's a waste. <laughs> it's literally a waste. We're not. We're not getting into that. <laughs> but yeah. Saw the video and it was really, I saw, I was like, oh, snap. Mm, this is where yeah. we are. That's exactly where we are. This is exactly where we are. And I think maybe even a little bit a little bit before that. Oh, yeah. We're not even at, like, first, um, we're not even at the first franchise use case. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, like, consistent? Like, like, the like the biggest one you can say was Tesla mm-hmm. when they offered it and then mm-hmm. they took it away. And now, I think Elon recently tweeted that they might bring it back. Yeah, so when he first decided to take it off, um, stop accepting Bitcoin payments, it, he was making this whole like environmental claims, saying that it needs to reach a certain amount of green green energy. Yeah. And now it hit the it hit those markers officially, like for sure, like like they're no, hit. So yeah, you, so like people are holding him to it. So I think that's a great segue. Okay. To some other great big crypto news. For sure. Michael Saylor. Mm-hmm has changed the way um institutions or industry or companies as a whole as a whole would hold their btc yeah the accounting for bitcoin the accounting changed? so it's um what, what changes did he make it's it's called f fasb or something like that or fsab fair accountability fair accounting for bitcoin something like that some yeah. i have it here actually fair bitcoin accounting fba I am putting it up right now. This will definitely be like it's like this is gonna be the specific. Word. Yeah, it's loading up. I see, I see. So he made some changes to the way. So it's this is a um, where is it? this is a Bloomberg article. It's long-awaited Bitcoin accounting rules to capture rises, dips. Uh, let me see if it says it here. Da, 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 da. What's it called? Interesting. Okay. Um. You yeah. F-A-S-B. F-A-S-B. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Accounting. Son, I'm opening the link Okay. <laughs> okay, I see. Um, yeah, Fair that? Accounting Standards Board. Michael Saylor wrote to them, or he created, he with the people on the board. Okay. We wrote the rules for how Bitcoin is held on the balance sheet. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. One thing, I don't own Bitcoin in the business because it's... So yeah, it's hard to account for. Yeah, super bad. So the current standards, the way you would account for Bitcoin essentially is if you were to buy Bitcoin today, the current price is $27,000. Mm-hmm. You know that asset may 100x in three years from now or or in a year from now. But if the asset itself were to take a 3% or a 10% dip before that, 
it would register it at the lowest price. So you're technically holding it, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm clear on what I'm saying, is you'll be holding it at the lowest price mm-hmm. that was registered. And if once that once it's there, it would look as negative. Mm-hmm. And that counts against your entire books. So for an example, if you make a million mm-hmm. in a year, a million revenue a year, and you hold a million worth of Bitcoin at the beginning, mm-hmm. you're technically up two. Okay. So you have the million in Bitcoin in your reserves and then revenue in a million dollars. Right. Cool. The minute, it, assume your price of Bitcoin drops 50%, mm-hmm. so you're no longer revenuing two. Mm-hmm. It's crowning against the, the one. Mm-hmm. It's at, so it's 1.5. You mm-hmm. lost half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And let's assume now that the price of Bitcoin bounces back up or goes into the green. Mm-hmm. It does not readjust to, the new pro- to that it's new price. It's the lowest, lowest price. It stays to the lowest price. So always register as a loss, it'll never be reaccounted. Um, the way Michael Saylor explained it kind of is saying, the way he says it was, it's this is it was being um, r- reported or registered or being held as an asset you will not want to hold because mm-hmm. of how conservatively it's being treated versus it's not that. It's an asset that you do want to hold because in long term, it shows to make go up in value. I see. Which I just pulled up the, which we'll have the report for sure on there too, so you guys can look at it. And we'll also have the video where he is interviewed and talks about this in depth. I think I saw, I, I was watching that, and from what I had uh, understood was it's, it's being treated like an asset that you would want to trade. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like similar to intellectual property rights, logos, like uh, copyright and music. Like you don't typically want to trade that, uh, like you don't. It doesn't come in and out of the business. Correct, but the difference between those, they their value, I don't mm-hmm. think, goes up and down. Exactly, it stays uh-huh. fixed. So like once it goes down, it's okay. That's a new price for us. Like it's it's unlikely that someone's gonna pay you a higher price. Yeah. Very unlikely. Uh, but in the case for Bitcoin, it, it's a volatile asset. Yeah, that always fluctuates. It's, it is something that you do plan on. I think they. I think you said it was like, oh, it's a non tangible um, asset, and that's why I was being. A tax that way like uh not taxed uh accounted for mm-hmm. the way that you said where once it goes down it stays down um but it is a it, it the bitcoin is a tangible asset and it is meant to be traded so then they fix that yeah and that's big news that's super huge, big news. huge news because that means that it can no longer negatively impact your revenue mm-hmm. which would be super important for uh publicly traded companies Specifically, yes. like if you're on a stock uh, on the stock exchange, yes, it it won't make your numbers look bad. Yeah, because holding Bitcoin would make your numbers look bad because currently prices are down mm-hmm. relative to where they were. On top of that, so these the guidelines are not finalized just yet. Um, what Michael Sater said, he should have it. All, they should have it all finalized by the end of Q4 of this year. Okay, so Q4 of this year should be finalized, and it will be mandatory. Ideally, by the end of Q4, um, not Q4, uh, by the end, um, by December 15th of 2024. So you won't have to do it from the get to take switch over. Most people probably will or will get onto that wagon. But by end of 2024, mandatory, everyone has to account it the same way. So it makes it so that companies will want to hold it or at least hold some of it. Like they're, how people say that 1% rule of what their total thing is. Which is huge news, because it means these big public trade companies can now hold something else apart from cash mm-hmm. on their balance sheet. On sheets. their balance sheet, yeah. 
that's actually a really that's a good hedge against anything against inflation like correct the dollar that's crazy that's big news i wonder <coughs> i wonder what companies are going to utilize that so it's going to definitely benefit micro strategies well for sure micro right? strategies is going to benefit from that tesla's holdings are going to be definitely also tesla's true because tesla never never got rid of their bitcoin holdings. no they tesla. just stopped accepting it correct and i'm not sure what other companies obviously coinbase but they're an exchange so i think there's a little different like it's more on a moving basis it's mm -hmm. not like they're holding it like for themselves but it would just make it more appealing to those companies that already have are looking for other things to be invested in i see yeah that's definitely a bullish argument for well no it's definitely bullish definitely bullish situation to close on the ideas gonna be a big uh, implementation videos will be down for this conversation and the next thing we're gonna talk about was like also re talk reference about videos huh reference videos yeah the reference like other video. podcasts or stuff yeah and uh, the article article bloomberg uh, yes we're gonna continue this with what the etf also because michael sager touched on that on etfs on what uh, sec on the sec and the etfs and what that can do for bitcoin and whatever other etfs come out cool so we'll be wrapping up with the sec maybe one more thing Okay. Who knows? So Gary Gensler. Well, he's not here. Well, he's not here. We don't want him here. No. We don't want nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with that guy. Uh, There's an update there. I don't have the article, and I don't. It's just a news headline that I really had and a little combo <laughs> that I heard. Mm -hmm. Before we get to the ETFs, is um, the SEC now wants to go after um, DeFi protocols. Oh, really? Yep. Even though the back end where they're doing everything is um decentralized their front end their website mm -hmm. that's not, not yeah that's I, I know that so they're gonna try to probably go after those smaller companies since as they realize going after ripple mm -hmm. coinbase binance you know we could probably touch on binance too mm -hmm. it's not it's not as easy as they thought well it's funny because every time they pick up a fight they lose they yeah like the first fight they picked was with bitcoin and they're like wait there's no one. Satoshi. Who's, like, where's Satoshi? Ma automatic L. Then, uh, yeah, that was like a L by default. Yeah. Ripple two years, semi-L. Semi-L, yeah. And now, uh, yeah. So that's something I heard that it wasn't... Ethereum, because they also did it for Ethereum, yeah. obviously. And, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, it just L's back to back. It's not Gary who said this. It was the chair, the guy who under, like that is their crypto guy for the SEC. Mm -hmm. Is there who says, like, DeFi and these other things are the i was looking to make sure the camera the the thing was in my face or not yeah are the next people to are the next um their their jurisdiction mm -hmm. or like area they want to target their next targets smaller things oh, they're just going they're just shooting they're just going for they're it. like they're being monkeys shooting shit on a wall and seeing what sticks mm -hmm. that's crazy and not These going so people. well they have an agenda to kill crypto and it's not working it's not working for them yeah. And it, it's not gonna work. They're on a losing on a losing battle. Um, I feel like they're just getting paid to do a job and trying to do the job. Yeah, but do the job right. They're trying. No, they're trying. There's no way they're gonna win that. No, but I'm saying just do your job. No, no, I'm saying mm -hmm. do your job. And actually, do like mm -hmm. research, understand what crypto is, and mm -hmm. really see where are mm -hmm. their true downfalls and like hiccups. No, okay. I'm saying the yeah, SEC. Yeah, that's what they should be doing. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what they, they should, should be, doing. be doing. What they're doing is 
trying to kill it. Yeah, they're being reactive to things instead of being proactive to mm-hmm. like, let's see where this goes because it's yeah. already here. America's going to lose a lot of crypto business because of this. Uh, no, we'll, we'll make it back somewhere else, trust mm-hmm. me. So on that, they're still suing Binance, as you know. I don't have much of an update on the Binance lawsuit mm-hmm. apart from they had their first hearing with the lawyers and everyone this week. And the judge, the SEC basically told the judge, we want permission to look under Binance's, under, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Binance's US. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the... Um, like books? The the other one, the international, but it was mm-hmm. Binance's uh, books. Mm-hmm. Like to look under the hood. Mm-hmm. And the literally the judge was like, no, you're asking for too much now. They want to look at all their at everything, their and the stuff. judge was like, "Pick what you want, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there." Mm-hmm. You're not looking at everything. Sorry, mm-hmm. you're not. Like you just it. want us to like, look, yeah, yeah. That's intrusive as hell. They're like, "You're not. We're not doing that." On, so that was actually some like a win for them for, for Binance for, for Binance. Yeah. So there's a little fud, as everyone likes to say, around Binance. Fud with Binance because they it's news because it they, they like saying they have a lot of turn and they found new positions for all these people, but it is interesting. They had a lot of turn, turnover, yeah. turnover. Binance, like they, they had ten execs leave within this year. Oh wow, ten execs, ten execs. That's crazy. They had one, two, three, four in July, July six. They had Matthew Price, Stephen Milton, Han Ng. I'm not gonna try, and Patrick Hillman, all chiefs of Binance for different things, all resign to either leave for different roles or whatever. But they all left. They follow that with one more person in July, Stephen Crystal, a vice president of the compliance for Binance. August 31st, they had Leon Fung, which is the Asian side of Binance, also resign. September, they had a total, September, same week, they had four people leave from Binance as well. That's crazy. CC's, CZ said that it's all regular turn, like it mm-hmm. happens in all companies. And that he's he helped them all find look for new positions. Mm-hmm. Is the FUD saying that like there's some sketchy stuff going People on? People, the FUD is that there if there's really nothing to hide or nothing's mm-hmm. going on, it's kind of odd that all these people are mm-hmm. leaving. Mm-hmm. CZ saying it's not the case. It's just I mean, people, people want crypto's leave. down, so they probably not getting crazy good at sales. Returns or like. Are, like like those execs might just be like the headaches a lot and I don't want to deal with it pays not the great I'm not saying there's FUD or like I'm not trying to make FUD I'm just saying interesting keep an eye out Mm -hmm. because there's a lawsuit there are a lot of things can happen true and we don't know what's going on but that's some news there too Damn, so CZ is under attack by the SEC and the the market not the market but like public opinion no, nah, public opinion still likes him. Okay. Public opinion is with him. Public okay. opinion actually thinks it's he's... A, it's fun. They just said it's fun. He's saying it's fun, and everyone mm-hmm. around him is also saying it's mm-hmm. fun. Like, it's not... But, like, not valid. Not valid. I think it's it's valid just to know, just mm-hmm. to be aware of it. Yeah. It's like, okay, not much. It's, it's a concern that's worth... It's a concern being I think anyone would have, yeah. if you anyone from any Yeah, because company, I, I hear it, and I was like, that does sound a little, like... It's like especially, especially at that level. Like, executives don't... Leave. Not like that. Like, I don't know. Like, you got to get good offers. Yeah. The way I see it is it's like if you had 10 top, 10 important to top execs mm-hmm. from Apple, Microsoft, Ford, or any, like, decent company size, mm-hmm. like CZ's company's mm-hmm. yeah, size, big, big. You'll, you'll be like, what? In one year? Well, mm-hmm. That's kind of odd. Yeah, it's a big. <laughs> big change. Big, yeah. So, we'll see. 
what's going on with that. But the lawsuit just started, and they already took a small dub, not allowing them to look over everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, that's a good thing for freedom too, because. We can talk about freedom in this episode. We can talk about freedom. Oh, trust me, there's some freedom talks. There's some freedom talks. Oh, we'll end with that if anything. Okay, yeah, because I like it. Just shows that like the the legal system, like in terms of the judici- still judi- judiciary branch, is like for the most part. It's like we're not gonna let the those government agencies, that one, the SEC, overextend its power in requesting. Yeah. To see information that's completely irrelevant to it. Yeah, it's like if you got something to charge it with and like do it. Like okay, prove it. To, like you you found something, but you're not asking. You haven't found anything. You're, you're you're fishing. Yeah, you're fishing for something. Basically, what he said was, "Tell me what you want exactly, mm-hmm. and we'll look at it. Mm-hmm. But don't tell don't tell me to mm-hmm. tell you that you have full permission to go over everything because yeah. you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. That's like no. So onto the really important stuff, ETF news. Okay. What news are there? Did Mar- I didn't know until Michael Sater explained it mm-hmm. what an ETF would implement to the Bitcoin market. Oh, really? Like I like, knew like liquidity, not liquidity, not that in terms of how easy it would be for an, for a brokerage mm-hmm. for financial institutions, for a financial institution to inject it into the market. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how easy it would be for them to borrow against it. Yeah. At such yeah. a large scale. Yeah, no, the amount of money that'd be coming in is insane. Like like I didn't realize how I, I the way I looked at it was they would still need ten million cash to buy it and they'll still need to buy it. Mm-hmm. It's not even like that. You don't need the ten mil cash to buy ten mil of Bitcoin. So, apparent what Michael Saylor was explaining was since it's gonna be so intertwined with the financial system as an ETF, is essentially that they can call up their banker be like i need to buy this um 10 million dollars worth of bitcoin i need the money now and they're gonna give them the money at like a bit 100 basis points or 200 whatever basis points they want to they want to lend it out to them it's like one percent like one percent it really may be more like it depends Mm. on the percentage for the day right no oh it's not a day trade no it's not a day trade to buy it and hold it okay Essentially, they would just be able to, a brokerage would be able to call their banker, be like, I need this money to buy this Bitcoin. And they're given the money to buy it. Whatever term length or if it's a day trade, I'm not sure. That's mm-hmm. up to the moment. Yeah, that's up to the financial institution to see how long they have that loan for. So they can buy it on a loan mm-hmm. like that. 10 mil loan, easy, easily available. And essentially, they can take out a loan against it Ooh. like that. Okay. Against that? Uh, take against out a loan? The, they can take out okay. an 80% loan against the asset they just bought. Okay, so here's the thing that, that I think is kind of crazy because that's kind of like what the whole banking system is. Yes. It's like, okay, you give me money, now I have money that I could lend. So I'm going to lend money. Correct. And those people who get lent the money kind of need to deposit that money somewhere. So they go to a bank and deposit that money into the bank. Money came back. So like I saw, I think it was like a $100 deposit or a $1,000 deposit. ends up like 10xing in yes. like total liquidity. Yeah, I've seen those videos too. It's like insane. Like. So that's like kind of like what makes them the market a little like flimsy. It's like if everyone starts pulling back their money, it's like it's not really there. It's it's not. No, no, we, it doesn't exist. It's like not really there. It's, it's our banking system is broken. It's finan- It's it's that's not that's not good money. It's uh, it's factional banking. Fractional yeah, fractional banking. banking. You know, it's they only have to pay ten percent of it and not even mm, fractional reserve banking. Yeah. yeah, fractional reserve banking. That's why we had these um, banking issues. Mm-hmm. That's the, exactly what. Yeah. The main difference here is since like Michael Saylor also mentioned, since Bitcoin's gonna be the first asset mm-hmm. 
that you can't make more of. Yeah. In the system. Yeah, at all. Because you can buy more, you can make more houses, Mm -hmm. you can make more stocks, Mm -hmm. you can make, you can mine mine more gold, gold, you can find, there is no more Bitcoin. There's only 21 million. And five of that, five five million is gone, essentially. Yeah, something like that. So essentially, you're going to be, they're going to be able to inject the market with money Mm -hmm. instantly to buy and hold. That's straight up rocket. That's straight up rocket fuel. That's, yeah, rocket fuel. That is absurd. Mm Mm-hmm. And the way he mentioned, the way he kind of said it was, we're kind of the, we're kind of in the point where we're not there yet, but we know where we're going, and it's wild. It's exciting. Also, the amount of ETFs that could be approved, yeah. all at once, all at once, or all in one week. Or yeah, yeah. I figured like once they approve the first one, like they gotta have to approve the other ones. Once the first one, you approve like, one, the floodgates are open. Okay, so what, the first one gets approved. If they don't approve them all at the same time, which I'm sure all of them have lawyers already talking to, they're all going to be approved. Yeah, they're all going to be. They're likely all going to be approved at once because there's a competitive advantage to see who buys the Bitcoin first. Yeah, or all approved in the same week. Yeah, but still, it's there's a competitive like some lawyers are going to be like oh. saying, "Oh, don't approve that one. I'll pay you to not approve that one." It won't work. Why? Well, not approve, not not approve or it, delay. But like, it, delay it. It may not work. Delay is what I mean. The reason the, I think it may not work. Like that, you can't. I don't think they're gonna be able to finagle that one. Someone's gonna have some dirt on someone and be like, "Dude, this one, you see this this ETF could be delayed a day." The thing is, and that day is gonna make a big difference for that ETF for the price you're gonna buy in. Mm-hmm. For how much you get it, how much business? Essentially, the earlier you get in, the more business you could get. I don't know. That's gonna be the case. No, just because it all depends because how much money they have at this at their disposal. All I know is I'm not selling. Oh no, not for that. No, no, I'm not giving. I'm not giving my Bitcoin to them. No, no. Now's when you take loans out again. At that time, point in time is when mm. you want. You can when the borrowing system is really be get creative for Bitcoin. Yeah. Not even that. What I was thinking was, you have BlackRock, who has essentially only had, I think, one ETF ever not approved. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I think, apart from Fidelity, they're all new investing companies or newer investing companies. Mm-hmm. There is no way that they can approve any other ones and deny any of the other ones. The minute one is approved, it's all going down. And I think same week does not matter. But damn, it's getting hot. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. It doesn't matter because BlackRock or these bigger ones have the most amount of funds or most trust to scoop up the most amount, like the, the largest amount of Bitcoin. Like yeah, they could just buy a bunch of it. So like, if you could, like, size, I'm not selling it to them. Size-wise, one percent of a trillion, mm-hmm. or of nine trillion, mm-hmm. it's like nine nine what nine hundred million. One percent of of nine trillion. One percent of nine trillion. Is nine hundred million? Nine hundred million. Yeah. That's nine hundred billion. Nine hundred billion. Billion. Oh, mm. trillion. Trillion. Bro, Dude, I think it's nine hundred million. Do the math real quick before we go off. One zero 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 zero. How many zeros? Times 0.01 million, 900 million. Okay, not going crazy. 10% would have been 900, 900 billion, billion. Yeah. But that's how much money can go in the first ETF. BlackRock, mm-hmm. just 1% of that. Okay. It may be less than they that's do, great. but yeah. that'd be crazy. 1% of BlackRock could just go in like that. Yeah. It, should, it might be less. It may be a quarter, but that'd be wild. That's insane. So, what I'm saying is, since BlackRock is like the biggest player, no matter how much money. Mm-hmm. The other ones have, apart from Fidelity, and I, I don't remember the other one. 
oh there was another another big player there like it has like a three million dollar three billion three trillion in assets under management they don't apart from them they're the only ones that can that can inject that much money into the market immediately while all these other other smaller ones can only inject so much that can only affect it so much also depend how quickly can they get people to sign up to interact with it through it like to so sign like up for, actually sign to up. get up to yeah get the want ETF. to want bitcoin exactly like how, how much it sells how quickly can they get it on can they sell yeah what do you mean get it on how quickly can they on would people on board to those um okay so it's gonna have to get approved um the the financial institution is gonna have to set up the the back end yeah and then they're gonna have to list it on on their markets so it's how long is it gonna take for them to do to, to get it listed on the market yeah yeah and then how quickly will they be able to get people to buy one buying is probably gonna be super fast these etfs i'm assuming will be open on all u.s exchanges mm-hmm. and you're gonna be buying one over the other they might they might just like do like a quick um or is it gonna be like private we're not sure i'm not sure how they're gonna roll it they out. might they might even do like um like a, an update on your like terms for like uh, 401ks or iros and 401ks maybe not because yeah. i don't think they have access like they wouldn't put it towards that well some people Depends. oh because it's funds it's, it's like i yeah. see it depends. Yeah, they yeah, may there's, add there's, it. There's, there's, there's a lot to be worked around, yeah. but it's going to have a huge impact on the market. No, no, that will be... Those ETF will probably take Bitcoin from like the 60s that we saw at high to above and then stay there. Like the ETF, yeah, in my sure. opinion, is what's going to keep the price from going down. Mm-hmm. It's going to save the save the the bottom. Yeah. We may know after those ETF get launched. I don't think we'll see those crazy bottoms. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. No, we don't know. Market cap would definitely go back over for Bitcoin. We'll go back over the trillion dollar mark. Yeah. And to touch and to finally like close off on these ETF talks, um, Arc Investment. There's two of them. Let me just pull it up. I have it here. Arc Arc moved recently to to Tampa or Saint Saint Petersburg. Yeah. Tampa area. That's not far from here. No. I'm kind of surprised, but like, that's good for Tampa. Uh, I think Tampa's a really good city. It's got a lot going for them. Oh, it's not. It's it's uh, Vanek mm-hmm. and ARC both applied for the first um, spot ETF for, I mean, not spot ETF, futures, futures ETF for Ethereum. Okay. So that should get approved as well. Mm-hmm. And once those get approved, after the Bitcoin ETF then gets approved, e- the spot ETF gets e- approved, Ethereum gets a spot e- Ethereum ETF is next. True. Ethereum and, go, Ethereum's going to pump too then. So that's going to be another one that also gets crazy because Ethereum has larger use cases just mm-hmm. in the open market. So there may be more fluctuating prices yeah. there. True. Instead of just a store of value. Yeah, because they're going to have a lot more markets. Like uh, They have smart contracts. So exactly. It's got all, all of that. So that would be also very interesting to see when that gets approved. insurance. Will, it'll open up to like insurance policies, real estate. Yeah, the game is the game is gonna get bigger next year. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. Once those ETFs get approved, it, it, a lot of funding will be available to develop on the blockchain. Yeah, especially for those who hold Bitcoin right now mm-hmm. at these prices. Mm-hmm. Do it. Wild times are coming. Wild times are coming. Not a financial advice. Not financial advice. You do what you want. <laughs> 
wrapping it up, you talked about freedom. Per- freedom earlier yeah with the sec with the sec and then trying to overstep and get too much information exactly and how the judge denied it mm-hmm. so russell brand currently is has some allegations russell thrown. brand the the, the the actor the the actor the british dude the british dude who was an act who's who was who was an actor it's like an advocate now or something right he's no longer yeah he's 100 percent against big media big okay. pharma all of them like he went on crazy rants on Rogan, on multiple, just saying how, how, how are you going to have the pharmaceutical companies who are supposed to do things for the better profit off of saving people's lives and not, not think that there is not some negative connotation against it? Mm-hmm. How are you going to have w- people who protect our countries not want war since there is a war? Um, the uh, what is it called? What? The industri- not the industrial uh, industrial war complex, something like that. Amer- the American war complex is that what how they call it? Complex, something like that. Something like that. But mm-hmm. he's talking about all of that going completely against it, going against big media, big pharma, anti-war, anti-everything. He recently had f- uh, p- an article written about him how these four women are accusing him of um, sexual misconduct, even like harassment stuff like that and harassment harassment and sexual misconduct yeah i don't want to touch on that just because i don't yeah. know the full story uh-huh what i found apart from that is that twitter x mm-hmm. tiktok um instagram facebook youtube rumble all got letters sent by parliament essentially to have russell brand demonetized and deplatformed by parliament Yes, like the by British, the government, like by the, the British, British government, the British government. Austin this to them to get them off of social media and not make money on it to demonetize Russell Brand for what's his name Branson Brand Brand for the allegations that have there is no trial yet there is no civil suit there is no nothing it's literally a news or a news article written about him saying that these four women are coming out towards him okay. coming out saying that that mm-hmm. that they were. Uh, Harassed. Uh, harassed harassed by him okay i don't know i don't i didn't see the article no, no, I, don't, I, I didn't know what it say i haven't um, i haven't read it myself I'm but just, that's crazy the fact that the that the government the british government sent a letter of recommendation to like not a recommendation uh, it's a recommendation of demonetizing yeah a request a, a request, request essentially and of course youtube immediately immediately took them off instagram also with instagram facebook follows Rumble, Instagram, Facebook are are one are one in the same. Uh, they took him off. They demonetized him. Yeah, yeah, they blocked his account. And I think they, I don't know, they, I don't think they deplatformed. I think they demonetized him. And he can't make okay. money. I'll make confirm money. that. Okay. Uh, it was Twitter, not Twitter. X, um, Instagram, X, Instagram, Facebook, Rumble, TikTok. What? Okay. Uh, YouTube. YouTube as well. Took demonetized him. That's crazy. And then he wasn't. He wasn't charged. He just, he hasn't. He hasn't been charged. charged. So he's still on Facebook. He hasn't even been charged yet. No. That's wild. Because like it's one thing. Okay, I would understand if it was like he it was convicted. Then he's definitely guilty for sure. Demonetize him. Deplatform him. He he fuck, he did a bunch of shit that he shouldn't be doing. Um, if it's 
like a current active like he got charged with it or not charged um com- yeah convicted? charged not, not convicted is for sure he did it if he got charged with it as if like there's going to court then maybe pause like put it like demonetize him for a while um pending uh court case and like after the fact if he does win uh to back pay him you know whatever whatever he should have generated during that time that it was paused but if there's no charges like being made and there's only one like news article the fact that Instagram and Facebook already demonetized them. So, correction, as of right now, I don't see anything that says Instagram and Facebook. I will specify YouTube that has. YouTube okay. has. Okay, so now Instagram two, Facebook, I don't see anything. YouTube 100% has. YouTube, for the fact that YouTube to demonetize them like that with nothing going on, that's like an infringement of, I don't know, like, what is it? Um, it's like malpractice. They are... They're weaponizing his, his like, his likeness. Yeah. yeah. So he's still on Instagram, on Facebook. I don't know about if he's demonetized or not, but he's still on there. That's insane. The but, fact that, okay, the fact that the, the letter was sent out uh, off of one news article is just, is also wild. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to, as of right now, they they can request to demonetize. It's up to like the place, the institutions to say the of those institutions to say yes or no. But it can get to the point where if there were CBDCs, how people are pushing, they don't even have to ask. They just do it. Yeah, they just do it. They they strip your account. They just strip your funds. account. Kind of quite kind of crazy. I mean, that kind of happens now also with like bank accounts. They have to close it. It's, a, it's more of a they put a freeze on your bank accounts. Yeah, but it's a whole different process. It's different versus here. It's not even like it's a freeze. A, it's it's a, withdrawing. It's just a central. It's just a central agency, private agency that says, "Okay, well, you're done." Yeah. So, so that's kind of the current something that happened this week too. That's just that is big news. That's crazy. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. To end on a happy note, I'm not surprised because of his like. His like um, his in, in involvement in like being so vocal. Yeah, like yeah, it, that's it, that's I, the argument. The, mm-hmm. the conspiracy that everyone's giving, which I don't know if it's conspiracy or not, is that this is happening because he's being so vocal against a bunch big, of big big uh, industries, big players everywhere. For sure, I see that corporations. Like, it seems a little sketchy. Yeah, ten so on a happy note. Yeah, on the happy note. So the U.S. Uh, put a bill saying that we are not going to have CBDCs essentially. Really? Yeah. Nice. They, I, I don't. I don't know if it's passed exactly. CBDCs. The way I explained it was, if there's a communist government that is supporting it and advocating and doing a lot of research and trying to build that, and you are pro freedom and you don't want communism, you don't want someone to have complete and utter control of what you can and cannot do. Why would you think it's a good idea? Right? Correct, 100%. So I'm put, let me just pull up the article real quick and we'll, we can close out after this. We'll have it on where everything else will be. So CoinDesk, it's loading. Okay, the House Financial Services Committee approved a bill meant to prevent a U.S. central digital bank currency. The House Financial Services uh, Committee is sending another crypto-related bill to the floor. This time, legislation meant to head of a U.S. CBDC. 
So continuing here, a crypto related bill meant to stifle, 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 stifle. A future U.S. Uh, central bank digital currency is now heading towards consideration on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives after committee approval Wednesday, marking further progress for digital assets leg- legislations in Congress. Okay. So we're definitely not, at least the bill shows that we don't want it either. Yeah. It's, it's that not, definitely says that we don't want we it. Don't want they it, don't want it. Even if they're trying to get it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this puts in a better position. Well, that's that's being proactive. That, that's, that, like, that's being proactive. But it's not by the SEC, though. No, I didn't expect it to be by the SEC. That's the issue we're having. That's what, Senate? Uh, Senate House bill? No, the House of Financial Services Committee. Ah. So it's not, it's not even. House of Financial Services. So they they went ahead and approved it, and they're saying no to it. So that's a big win. At least it's there. It's being talked about. Cool. That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. That's good news. Yeah. Well, it's been a fun one. It's been a fun one. This should be out ideally, hopefully Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Fingers crossed. Everything should be good. We're probably going to start saying likes, subscribe at the beginning, not at the end. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, we'll subscribe, follow, share. Follow, share. We're everywhere, hopefully. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. We'll move on. We're trying to go, we're gonna start moving on to more platforms. Uh, yeah. Because we're wild boys here. We're crazy. No, we're not crazy. We're just wild. We're just wild. So it's been another fun episode of your favorite crypto podcast. Sometimes crypto. The unscripted crypto podcast. Hey yo. Hey-yo.